And I raised $200,000 that year, and I took 18 people to Nepal the following holiday season. And we built three of the 100 homes that were later built in Nepal. And what was interesting about that experience is while I was there, Chandra was one of the women that we built a home for. And she was a single woman, and uh, she said she didn't get married. I mean, it, for a Nepalese woman to not be, ma- not be married was unheard of. And she said that Nepalese men could have more than one wife, and that just would not work for her. Thank you. So she's single, taking care. She worked 18 years in a biscuit factory to save a dollar U.S., I think it was a month, for 18 years that bought the land that we helped build her house. And as we were leaving, you know, we'd all really connected, and she was crying, and she said, oh, thank you so much. She said, please don't ever forget me. And I thought, forget you. You, even though I didn't have your beautiful face, you are what got me through the most difficult year of my life. And what was fascinating about that is I made more money that year than I ever made, even with a six-figure, strong six-figure income at Sprint. That wasn't wasn't my intention. I got my mind off of me. I was focused on a purpose bigger than me. And I think that's the power of the why. So really tap into, look at that goal and why is it important? If you don't come up with some compelling reasons, I remember one woman said she wanted to lose 10 pounds. And I said, why? Oh, you know, I'd look better in my clothes. Well, why is that important? I don't know, you know, I'd like maybe to get some new clothes. You know, I'm, I'm just like, I'm not feeling it, okay? I'm not feeling it. And the truth is, you know, it probably won't happen. If you're not that motivated, it's hard to make change. So you might want to change your goal. If you don't come up with something that just really grips you, choose something different. Because we're really talking about transforming your experience of your life in this moment. That's what happens. And what's great about goals, achieving goals, and, and you're all achievers, so you know this. But what's powerful about this is it really isn't even about the goal. It's who we become in the process. We all hear it, but it's absolutely the truth. The goal is what gets us up. It gets us off our butt, right? We want it. But the magic, the miracle, the transformation is who we become, how we see ourselves. Imagine, as Lisa was saying, if you no longer thought anything was impossible, how would that impact your life? I think I'm going to go to Paris. I haven't gone to Paris for three days yet. i got to do that. Go shopping. I didn't think about doing that. I'll have to do that with you. <laughs> but seriously, that's exciting. So do you see what I'm saying? The goal gets us moving. But then who we become is the greatest gift. So what I want you to do is make a list of your whys. You got, so you could, front table here. You guys are on it. But make a list of whys really quickly that really inspire you. And uh, I'm going to give you another. I'll give you a minute. I'm being generous today. So I'll give you a minute, and then we'll come back, and I want every a couple of people to share your why, something that particularly inspires you at a deep level. Anybody have a why, the goal, and then the why that you'd like to share with the group? Beverly. Stand up, Beverly. Let's give Beverly a big hand. <laughs> Beverly from Evergreen, Colorado. So would you share with us your goal, and then why? Why is it so important that you do that? 
My goal is to make over 50000 a month in my business, and it's to retire my husband. And why is that so important to you? Because it's time. It's time for him to be retired mm-hmm. and for us to have a life together. We have 10 grandchildren, mm. and we would like to spend a lot of time with them. Mm. And what would that mean to you, to be able to spend time with your grandchildren? Um, oh, it would mean the world. We'd like to uh, take them. We'd like to travel with them, mm-hmm. take them on different trips that to show them places in the United States mm-hmm. that they don't learn in school anymore. Mm-hmm. And why is, why is that important? That was something my grandparents did for me as mm-hmm. a child, and I would like to pass mm-hmm. that on to our grandchildren. Mm-hmm. How did that impact you with your grandparents doing that for you? Oh, it just uh, brought me closer to my grandparents, mm-hmm. and it also uh, brought taught me how to be closer to my children. Mm-hmm. Mm. And what does that mean to you? I'm able to see my children uh, as adults be successful and, as uh, parents. Mm-hmm. Wow. So does that why, that why really being able to retire your dear husband, spend that time with your family, does that really drive you to do what you need to do to do the 50000 a month? Yes, it will. It does. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Let's give Beverly a big hand. Thank you, Beverly. Appreciate that. Great. Appreciate that. Had we had a little more time, I probably would have gone even more with you. But do you see what I'm saying? Because we're starting to tap into it, and I know it's a little awkward talking about it in front of a big group. But what we really want to do is get down into what does that really mean to us to be able to do that, to have your, to be able to spend time with your husband and and be able to impact your grandchildren and show them the world the same way that your parents or grandparents, grandparents did that to you, really getting into what is that, what do I make that mean about me? You know, and, and tapping into that because I'm not going to ask you what you're making right now, but I'm guessing 50000 is probably a little more than what you're doing right now. So it's going to take some real effort and focus to make that happen so that why, just like me, you know, I'm telling you, when I had a purpose that was bigger than me, just like the grandkids, that's a, that's bigger than you. That gets you going. You know? So it's so exciting. And it's, it's, um, I mean, there's nothing more powerful than a compelling purpose. Nothing more compelling than that. So anybody else have a powerful purpose you want to share? Mark? Let's give Mark a big hand. Is that, am I reading correctly? There you go. From Toronto. So tell us what your purpose, your goal and your purpose is. Um, a big goal around my business is to create a world-class personal financial coaching business with 100 ideal clients for life and assets under management of $50 million on or before June 1st, which is my birthday, wow. 2009. Beautiful. And that's the what. The why, there's a number of whys. There's mm-hmm. freedom for my family and security. There's the growth. There's the sense of accomplishment. But the big, big whys are... Um, it would show to my, show to me that anything is possible. Mm-hmm. And I have a four-year-old son and a one-and-a-half-year-old son, and it would mm-hmm. show to them that anything is possible for them. Mm-hmm. Daddy did it. I can do it. Mm-hmm. And why would that be important for you? Well, I, I mean, the sense of pride, just mm-hmm. having my boys out there in the world with the confidence and the mm-hmm. belief in themselves that I didn't have when I was their right. age, that they can do whatever they want. There is no limits. Mm-hmm. It's like a legacy. You're giving them a legacy. a legacy of possibility. Absolutely. That's pretty powerful. 
Absolutely. Yeah, great, Mark. Thank you Thank so you. much for sharing. Thank I appreciate you. that. Let's give him a big hand. Beautiful. So once you know your what and your why, the next step, and Lisa talked about this beautifully, is an unstoppable person is enabled by a belief system. You have to believe it's possible. You have to believe it's possible or you won't take the action necessary. So if you believe there's something or someone holding you back, guess what? You get to be right. We always get to be right. If you believe that there's something in you that's lacking, you get to be right. And the exciting thing that I've learned now from all this time interviewing unstoppable people is that it is not, I can say this with certainty, it is not our circumstances that determines what we create in our life, but our belief and our action that are those defining decisions. A great example in my second book, Michelle Hoskins, I love this, she's an unstoppable woman. Michelle was a small manufacturer and she made, uh, in Chicago, Illinois, she made her great-great-great-grandmother's honey cream syrup. That's what she did for a living. And she got this dream to distribute her grandmother's honey cream syrup in every store at Denny's Restaurant nationwide. Now, there's 1,700 Denny's restaurants. And Michelle wasn't remotely prepared to manufacture, much less distribute, to 1,700 locations. But Michelle believed that once she got the account, she'd figure out how to do it. Now, why do we know that she actually believed that? Because every Monday morning at 10.30, she'd pick up the phone call, phone, and she'd call Denny's corporate office. And she'd talk to anybody and everybody who talked to her. She talked to receptionists, salespeople, diversity procurement, real estate. They all said, sounds great, Michelle. We'll get right back with you. And guess what happened? They never called her back. Not once. But this was the key. Michelle believed that Denny's needed her as much as she needed Denny's. So she kept picking up that phone, calling. Two years. Two years. I mean, most of the people that I know and work with, until they've developed this and get it, I mean, two phone calls would be, they'd be done, right? Maybe five, maybe. Two years. She called every Monday morning at 10.30, talking to somebody. And Denny's restructured. They got a new CEO, Jim Adamson. And he heard about Michelle just like everybody else. And he said, why aren't we giving this woman a chance? She bid won a $3 million contract doing exactly what she believed she could do. Is that a great story? So the question is, what is the belief? There's really actually two questions. First off, what's the belief that you would need to have that would keep you in action, that would feel you'd feel empowering, empowered? And then the other one is, what is that one belief that you think is stopping you? What are some of the key beliefs that we have that stop us? Lisa talked about these beautifully. Fear, fear, we don't have enough what it takes, we're not qualified. I'll tell you another big one is that fear of success, feel of, a feeling of, again, unworthiness. Did you know 90% of the people will, will earn 
between uh, around 10% up or down of what they're earning today for the rest of their lives. 90%. Is that because people are, are working to their optimal capacity? I don't think so. I'm not even working to my optimal capacity. Really, there's so much more. I am constantly working on expanding my belief system. Because as soon as I do, Bob Allen is a mentor of mine. He said, Cynthia, you, we can grow to the level that our self-esteem will bear. And also with your business, you can charge at the level that your self-esteem will bear. Is it true that the people who charge 10, 20, 30 times more for a product or service is 10, 20, or 30 times better? Do you think that's true? But what we do know is their self-esteem is 10, 20, or 30 times greater. And so that's what we're working on. We're working on stepping into that bigger possibility and shedding all of that. So my question is, what is the biggest belief about this specific goal that if you didn't get rid of it, would really stop you. Because as I said before, our beliefs drive our behavior. So if we can't identify that and get rid of it, um, a couple of things that I wanted to add about that, you know, the, the average, I don't think you said this, Lisa, but the average person has they found out that the average person has 60,000 thoughts a day. 95% of those thoughts are the same thoughts over and over and over. Can anybody attest to that? This is the bad news. There was a study that 70 to 85% of what goes on in our, in, in our brain, in our minds, is disempowering. It's negative. Oh, that person, I can't believe they pulled over in front of me. Or, you know, just look at the freeway. You know, or that person didn't smile at me. Or I'm hungry. Or, you know, I'm never going to be able to do this. What are they talking about? I mean, whatever. Who knows what goes on? But 70 to 80% of what we're thinking is disempowering. It's how we're wired. And 95% of what we do is based on our subconscious. It's not even our conscious mind. So we could say, I want to do this, but our subconscious is playing out. So the key thing is to really get that one thing relative to this goal, that really, if you could get rid of this and replace it with the empowering belief, would powerfully get you in action.